In Europe in the 1930s, there was a young, brilliant psychiatrist named Viktor Frankl. And Viktor Frankl was in difficult straits. You see, his country, Austria, had just been taken over by Nazi Germany. And he was being asked to send some of his patients to some wicked experiments that were being done on them. And he knew, as a Jew, that it was only a matter of time before the SS would come for him and his wife and his elderly parents. So in his difficulties, he reached out to some friends here in the United States, and he arranged for a position to be able to come to the U.S. and to bring his wife and his elderly parents as well. But when he talked to his parents, they refused adamantly. They wanted to stay in their home country, whatever would happen. Well, Victor was in a quandary. Should he just leave his parents there at home? If he stayed back, what would happen to all of them? Maybe he should save his wife and himself, at least. And so he went to the beautiful Catholic church in the middle of Vienna, St. Stephen's, and he prayed there, asking God to help him make this decision. He still couldn't see it clearly. So he asked God then to give him a sign so he would know what he wanted him to do. And when he walked home, he saw on the kitchen table a broken brick. And he asked his father, who his mother and father lived with, his wife there and himself, he asked his father where was that brick from, and his father said, well, he had picked it out of the rubble of the Jewish synagogue that had been destroyed by the Nazis. As Victor looked at the brick, he saw there was some writing on it, and he asked his father, did you see the writing on this brick? And he said, no, he had just picked it out of the rubble. And as he looked closely, there in Hebrew was the fourth commandment, honor your father and mother. And he knew he had his answer. He stayed with his parents. They were all sent to the concentration camp. And he saw horrible things. But somehow that message from God stayed with him and helped him write an incredible book that has sold millions of copies called Man's Search for Meaning. He found meaning in, in what God had for him. And he brought great strength out of great tribulation. This is part of what Jesus is speaking of today. He knows that all of history has going, is going to have tribulations, that in many ways we are always living through difficult times, and he urges us to lift up our heads, to pray because the redemption of our Lord is at hand. That is that he will always see us through whatever difficulties if we trust in him. This is difficult, as I already pointed out. There's many things that happened. They're happening right now, like COVID, the horrible tragedy in Waukesha, and the difficulties that the refugees all over the world, like Afghanistan, are facing. And then we can look a little maybe closer to home, closer to our own families. And we see brothers and sisters 
or children or grandchildren or parents or grandparents, and they are far from God. They're not here with us. We know statistically that some 40% of young people uh, don't believe in any kind of religion whatsoever. They're not practicing anything. And the amount of anxiety in young people is at levels that have never been seen before. We then want again to lift up our eyes, the trust in our God. One of the things that we know from Scripture is that when Jesus encounters people that don't know him, he can change them instantly. We'll hear about this just next week in the Blessed Virgin Mary, how her life is changed in that instant when the angel appears before her. What about others that Jesus meets, like Matthew or Zacchaeus or the woman at the well? How wonderful the prayers of their families and others that bring Jesus to them. And in that instant, they are changed. We may have to wait a lifetime before our answers, our prayers are answered, that is, for those that we love. But we trust in our God. See, he, he wants us to, to renew that trust in Him. Again, it's difficult at times. We have people who are at odds with each other because of COVID. We have people who are hypercritical of our own Pope within our church. There used to be a saying that they think they're more Catholic than the Pope, right? And again, God love them, okay? And, and yes, we can ask questions, but we also have to trust that there's something bigger going on than these burning questions that get people angry and divisive want to trust that our Lord is with us. This takes a little bit of work, but Advent's a beautiful time to do that, to help us prepare ourselves for Christmas. I would encourage each of you to spend just 15 minutes a day. I like to spend my time in the morning, make a good cup of coffee, and just sit and talk a little bit with God. Perhaps reading a little bit of scripture, or, or maybe picking up one of the blue books that we have there. Something simple that prepares our hearts for the coming of Christmas, the coming of Jesus, who comes to us even now as we open our hearts to him. This is part of why we're here. We've come to receive the word of God. We've come to receive communion, that is union with our God and union with all of his people. And he loves to be with his people. This is all he's asking. Some people think that our God wants us to do all these things that they don't want to do, when really our God just wants to be with us. So we want to just be able to sit with him, raise our heads to him, and wait for him. My brothers and sisters, this is difficult, and this can strike us close to home. I was with a, a brilliant older woman in her 60s, and she asked me, she said, we'll call her Shannon. Shannon said, Father Luke, I don't know why I just don't leave this world sometime. I get depressed and I just as soon take my own life because I'm not sure why I'm here. I told her, Shannon, I can't answer this for you, but I've heard someone else answer and, and, 
and I prayed with this and it helps me. I said, Shannon, if you leave this world, there'll be a little less love in this world. That is the world, the love that you bring to this world, no one else can bring. This is what brings us meaning, doesn't it? When we sit and try to receive this love and give this love, this love that each of us has for the world, the love that Jesus has for each of us. And no one brings more love than Jesus does at Christmas time. We want to be able to receive that. Just like Viktor Frankl, we can ask for a sign. Help us have meaning. Or like Shannon, we can ask our Lord, why am I here? He wants to speak to us. If we take time, our Lord is coming. He comes to each one of us. And when we wait upon him in prayer, lift up our heads to him, we receive his love and we share it with the world.